Welcome to Healthy and Happy, a program sponsored by the Easter Mecca Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM. It's your education and, of course, your wellness station. We have so much in store for you this week. We invite you to stay tuned. I'm your host, Adis Jonas Murphy. Thank you so very much for keeping it locked to NCUFM. You've tuned into your education and wellness station 91.13 and, of course, 5. Now, today I am so happy to have in studio with me Dr. Michelle Hamilton. Yes, you know her. She is the correspondent, the medical correspondent for the Easter Baker Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. That's my term for her. But she's also a good friend of ours, and she has some very relevant and important information to share with us this week week, we're going to be focusing on allergies. Yes, seasonal allergies, but from the perspective of how often do we confuse the signs and the symptoms for COVID-19. So let me paint the backdrop a little bit. You know, I was talking with a friend of mine recently and uh, the friend said he went into Tasty's. He went into the party place and, you know, something just kind of triggered his allergy and him just, you know, he just sneezed and everybody just turned around and looked at him. (laughs) (laughs) simply because, you know, it's in the height of COVID-19. This was about two months ago. And everybody just turned around and looked at him and he now becomes suspect A of COVID-19. So how often do we confuse seasonal allergies and even other illnesses or other conditions with similar symptoms for COVID-19? Today, our focus is seasonal allergies. Dr. Hamilton, welcome to Healthy and Happy. How are you? I am wonderful, Elise. That is oh no problem at all, Doc. You are welcome anytime. No, um, I just painted the backdrop to what we're going to be focusing on today. It's allergies, of course, and you know many of us will say, "Yes, I have an allergy. I have um, skin allergy or food allergy or whatever kind of allergy." What is an allergy? Well, uh, allergies, simply putting it, we all have to talk about the immune system. And, you know, it's all about COVID-19 and the immune system is the system. So Mm -hmm. allergy is pretty much a response from your immune system when it comes in contact with an allergen. And an allergen can be dust, pollen, foods, different things. As long as it comes in contact and it's not able to adjust to that, then you get an allergic response. Mm. And I know, for, for example, an allergen for me is dust. Or lint. So whenever I'm folding tons of clothes, you know, I start to sneeze. I start to exhibit some of the allergic symptoms. So you're saying that anything at all that causes us to respond in a way we would not normally respond is an allergy? Right. So the immune system is unable to adapt to this foreign substance or thing that you come in contact with, Mm -hmm. whether it be through inhalation or physical touch. Mm -hmm. Um, The immune system is unable to adapt or adjust to it. So it becomes an allergen for you and you have an allergic reaction. Mm. How do you, as a medical practitioner, diagnose an allergy? Though I've I've been wondering because some of the symptoms are very similarly related to other conditions. Yes. So basically you need a full history from that person. And Mm. for times like this when we look at us during the summer months when persons will come in and they'll have um, a lot of the common symptoms which is like sneezing runny nose mm-hmm. um, some of them will have a headache and so forth if you know the person's history in terms of if they have any allergies to medication or food or 
other health conditions, then you know particularly for sure that this is just seasonal. It means that from its environmental factors. So that's one mm -hmm. thing you rule out. Because mm -hmm. once you have a medical history, then you will understand that this is environmental causes mm -hmm. and not necessarily anything further in terms of other conditions like autoimmune disease and stuff that will bring on mm -hmm. um, symptoms. You don't necessarily need to do a, a test if you mm -hmm. have a full history. Okay. I have always said that I am allergic to the weather or is it the climate? <laughs> I have said, and people don't listen to me too tough with this. But but the truth of the matter is, Doc, I can usually say to my husband when it's going to rain because I start to feel um, my, my sinuses. Um, stuffy. Yeah, start to, to feel the changes within my body itself. And I, I tell Darren, you know, every time we're at home, I say, it's going to rain today. And he's like, really? I say, yeah, I feel it. I feel my sinuses draining. So, okay. But there are environmental factors, as you said. Um, now, there are different kinds of, of allergies. There are food allergies. There are seasonal allergies. There are severe allergies. There are allergies on the skin. How should we be mindful, especially in a time such as this, where uh, the focus is still very much on COVID-19? How important it is to be mindful that not every reaction from a person is COVID related. Yes, I, I'm glad that you, you framed it that way because the truth is, if I don't know you are this, mm -hmm. and um, we're in the same room together for whatever reason, for example, if we're in a business place and I hear you come in and you start to sneeze because mm -hmm. I'm already considering COVID and symptoms, I immediately think that, you know, you're showing COVID symptoms. It's mm -hmm. because we're already in a state of anxiety mm -hmm. and we are, you know, quite cognizant that um, the way of, the way this virus spreads. So the, the, the thing is, for, for the person who has allergies, we have to become more sensitive to the fact that people are going to be jumping at every little thing. So we have now to take precautions. So, you know, at, at the time of year, because if you have seasonal allergies, you mm -hmm. know it's the time of year that you generally have some of those symptoms. Right. Trying to, you know, schedule a day a little bit better in terms of when you go out. Because for some persons, it's mm -hmm. like early morning. Once the change of weather and the, the, the climate is a little bit cool, right. it triggers it. Mm -hmm. So you really have to plan ahead to get things done. And if you can get other persons to assist you, mm -hmm. because you have to understand that nobody's going to know specifically, oh, Adis, it's just seasonal allergies when she sneezes. Everybody's just going to be yeah. frightened. So I think it is more on... On your part, mm -hmm. if you know you have it, take precautions. Because I've had patients who say to me, you know, Doc, uh, um, you know, I try not to go out much because mm -hmm. I realize that persons really get triggered and some persons can be very aggressive when they think mm -hmm. that you sneeze and you do it deliberately. Mm -hmm. So they try to restrict their movements. But there are other things that can be done and we'll get into that a little bit later. How do you differentiate between, let's say, an allergy and the common cold? Well, so... If you remember, the common cold and the symptoms of the common cold and allergies are pretty much the similar same. for most mm -hmm. persons. Um, so some persons with an allergy, they just sneeze. There's no mucus buildup. For others, they'll have a mucus buildup and therefore post-nasal drip and all of that immediately as it starts. The cold is pretty much the same. You have some form of mucus buildup and you have similar symptoms where you're either you're sneezing, um, runny eyes, all of that. So it's kind of hard to distinguish because they're pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. But then 
if you notice that you have fever, ache, joint pains and stuff, then you know this is not just a common cold and it is mm. not just allergies. So I think the symptoms have to be a little bit more severe mm. where mm. you have the joint pains and the fever and so forth for you to know, okay, this is not even a common cold, but this mm -hmm. is something else because the, the allergies itself will produce the same symptoms as the common cold. We are right now living in a time where many people, well, I can only speak to Jamaica, I can't speak to another country. We're dropping our guards, you know. I see people walking around without masks. Um, I see, you know, people touching places and putting their hands in their faces, not taking as many precautions as we were leading up to March 10 or March 21 or whatever the day was when COVID came. But um, the truth of the matter is we don't know. We will see people walking around, them sneezing, them coughing. There is going to be some amount of discrimination involved. If you are a person with allergies, Doc, do you believe that um, that person should stay home, not integrate much with society. I heard you say choose your time wisely earlier, mm -hmm. you know, that you go out. But um, should that person say, well, um, I should just keep myself to myself because I don't want to be discriminated against? Your thoughts? So it's much deeper than that because COVID in itself has just forced so much emotional changes on each person. And mm -hmm. if you're someone who lives alone and you don't have family and friends to help you to do stuff and you have really bad allergies, mm -hmm. it can become a stressor in itself. That is actually another trigger for mm -hmm. the allergies to make it worse. Um, so I think in terms of what you can do, um, I mean, there are a lot of platforms where you can buy online, you can do stuff. But if you understand what are your triggers mm -hmm. and you are able to control some of those mm -hmm. um, and there are certain there are little basic home remedies that you can you can use to help yourself. But in terms of just what you do on the time of day that you do it, that is just going to be key because mm -hmm. we can't necessarily avoid not going out, even though mm -hmm. you're going to be discriminated against. You can't totally avoid that. Mm -hmm. But for everyone, there's a time of day or, or there's a certain way for them to know when it's worse mm -hmm. and they just have to try their best to control that and keep themselves healthy and build up their immune system so they have less triggers over time. So we mentioned earlier that there are different kinds of allergies food-related allergies, seasonal allergies, allergies on the skin. Many of you eczema people, sorry, not egg, eczema people. <laughs> well, recognize, you know, um, even that as an allergy. Uh, what are some of the symptoms? Because we spoke about the reaction of the immune system, but what are some of the reactions? What are the different types of allergies? Some of these, yes, allergies. Okay, so for food and food allergies or we call it food intolerance mm. persons who tend to have that reaction in eating certain types of food they'll know that they have gas and bloating sometimes mm -hmm. they'll have like diarrhea mm -hmm. or even constipation it depends the the, the symptoms vary by person mm -hmm. and that's for food allergies and then you have more severe food allergies where it's really not so much even a sensitivity because the food intolerance we more classify that as a sensitivity mm -hmm. right because the true allergy in itself would cause like for example an um, anaphylaxis response where break the person it down. break it down now yes so mm -hmm. <laughs> basically mm -hmm. the person um, throat would start to close up so they'll feel like they're suffocating. They can have mm -hmm. swelling of the lips or the limbs mm -hmm. and so forth. But the, basically they can suffocate to death if they're not mm -hmm. um, attended to immediately. Mm -hmm. So those are like true allergies compared to sensitivities from foods because mm -hmm. that's what we really look at um, in terms of the difference. So you have the severe allergies. Mm -hmm. um, and in terms of 
we have like contact dermatitis where you use certain products on your skin and you mm-hmm. break out into a rash or itching and burning and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's those are the two main classifications. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, you have other triggers for persons. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, these are, you know, other conditions outside of the common ones that right. are more severe. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I've been taking note over the last, let's say, three or so years, um, Uh, Friends of mine have had, you know, their babies born. Quite a few of them have said to me, you know, well, my baby baby has eczema. My baby has eczema. My baby has eczema. And I'm saying, oh, so much eczema baby are born. What's happening? Is it genes? Is it, what is it? So some of it can be genetic as Mm -hmm. well. So if you notice families, and you mentioned eczema. So I'll give you an example. Mother and father having two kids. Mm -hmm. The father has... um, eczema the mother is asthmatic mm. and then you have both children coming with either asthma or eczema mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so some of it can be genetic not not all of it is um, actually genetic but for for the babies remember when babies are born their immune systems are not fully developed and mm-hmm. if they have a c-section that is even more challenging mm-hmm. um, for the child so and then by the time they start to develop until they start to wean them and for some mothers if they're not able to breastfeed all the way and they start mm-hmm. them on formulas too quickly then that just makes it a little bit more challenging for their immune system so you find that your child will develop food intolerances much much quicker mm-hmm. and therefore you have what we call the atopic triad where three conditions in, mm-hmm. and um, asthma is one of them and also the, the eczema as well so it, it, it it's a cycle that goes around and everything starts from the gut and it feeds from the diet, whatever mm-hmm. they eat, and the condition gets worse as they thrive. So you are telling me in the case of babies that it is critical for their immune systems to be strengthened as much as possible. And this is usually done through through breastfeeding. So so many women and the mother. So your genetic makeup. So before you even get to the breastfeeding. Yeah. One mother mm-hmm. in terms of preparing, because this is what, so what persons don't do. Mm-hmm. We don't do preconception care. Talk to we me. We just about talk that. about conception, preconception mm-hmm. care. So you're married, mm-hmm. you're planning, you want to have a family. Mm-hmm. And instead of just so well, you know, we're just not doing anything, no barrier methods and whatever right. happens, like no. You are not um, here at random. You were pl- God knew all about you even before you were conceived. Right. So we should do preconception care mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where we look at our diets as, as a couple mm-hmm. and we, not you and I, of course, but right? <laughs> no, well, <laughs> no, I understood that, Doc. Right? <laughs> so, you know, as mm-hmm. a couple, they come together, male mm-hmm. and female. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They look at their diets and they go and get physical exam, health checks. Mm-hmm. And then they look at, you know, we want to, produce so therefore let's optimize our health let us take care for health because those genes are going to transfer to your child so if you have mm. bad heating habits um problems emotionally and stuff you really need to look at that oh. before you think about conception because mm-hmm. all of that genes is going to be transferred to making one unit which comprises of both of you mm-hmm. so that's where you start building the child immune system before mm-hmm. they're actually mm-hmm. born wow so much here we are le- well i am learning so much i hope you're learning too uh from from the comforts 
of your, your cars or your living rooms or wherever you're listening to us from, you're tuned into the program Healthy and Happy. It is sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCUFM 91.1, 3 and 5. We're having a conversation with Dr. Michelle Hamilton. And of course, the topic is allergies. We started out by looking at how seasonal allergies are often confused for COVID-19. Have you ever been in that situation? Um, you know, you go out uh, to the bank and uh, like a sneeze just holding everybody just look around at you. Yeah, that's how we started the discussion. But we have morphed into looking at the different kinds of allergies, uh, signs and symptoms. And, you know, even a while ago, Doc was mentioning planning, uh, family planning, preconception planning, building your child's immunity, preparing a safe space for them to grow. So, Doc, let's talk a little bit about diet in terms of um, allergens and allergies. Uh, what is the link to diet? What's the link of allergies to diet? Okay, so this goes back to the food intolerance or food allergies then. Mm-hmm. And this is more of the sensitivity and not the true allergens. Because remember, we talk about the true allergies would produce the anaphylaxis reaction, right. right? So these are just food sensitivity, mm-hmm. right? And so where it comes to the diet, what will happen for certain persons like with eczema, if they mm-hmm. eat cheese or milk, dairy? Say that, dairy. Say that slowly, Doc, because I am trying to I am trying to get rid of it. No, I've <laughs> actually gotten rid of it. But go okay. ahead. Right, so dairy products. Yes. Yes, dairy products so if you consume a lot of that then you might have skin issues you find mm-hmm. that you have more mucus buildup than normal so you're looking at me like that doc <laughs> <laughs> so because you see you are actually feeding the mucus yes, in your body yes, so you yes. end up with a lot more inflammation Mercy. and when that inflammation continues mm-hmm. in your body then you know you have the dysbiosis in the gut where you have a lot of gas and bloating mm-hmm. after you eat a meal mm-hmm. and it makes you feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, man. Get rid of, get rid of the cheese, <laughs> folk. Just get rid vegan of it. Vegan cheese. Vegan cheese. Hold on. What you call vegan cheese? The one that says, um, the Not white looking one? Milk. Huh? The white looking one? No, it's That's not necessarily colonic because it can be any color. It just depends on what you make it out of. So you can make it from oh, nuts. Sorry, I thought you were referring to the cheese, the, the manufactured ones in the supermarket. You can make your own or the manufactured ones, but okay. I don't quite remember seeing any here locally in the supermarket so mm. far. Okay. Yeah, but you can make your own from okay. cashews. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't from want anything else that reminds me potatoes. of potatoes. It's it's not the same. It's not. It, it's not it the tastes, same. It's just. A, I mean, your taste would change over time. Yeah. And you can adapt it, and it really tastes good. Okay. Yes. Yes. So getting back to <laughs> Let the food that sink allergies. In. <laughs> yeah. And for some persons, you know, like gluten um, sensitivity as well, mm-hmm. and those can lead to other conditions, as we know, Crohn's and everything else. Mm-hmm. So they will have like uh, diarrhea or constipation. It just depends. So food allergies, and then as a result of that, because the GI is now inflamed, as a result of the fact that they're sensitive to the foods that produce the gas and the bloating, you find that um, they have a lot more bacteria. Or in the this, gut. In the gut, which mm-hmm. can lead to mm-hmm. many other things and also reduce their nutrients that they're mm-hmm. actually getting mm-hmm. from the foods that they eat because their body's not able to absorb it because they're so inflamed. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you really need to pay attention when you eat certain foods, how it makes you feel, if it makes you irritably, if you get mm-hmm. gas or bloating. Mm-hmm. That's important because mm-hmm. it means that you have a sensitivity, not a true allergy, but a sensitivity to those foods. And it mm-hmm. could be that you're eating those foods mm-hmm. consistently over a period of time, meaning that you don't have the variety that God created. You just say, okay, I love cheese, everything I eat, I'm going to put cheese mm, on it. Cheese with ketchup? Cheese, cheese, with, cheese with 
everything. Cheese with tomatoes. Yes, we just need to eat a variety of foods <laughs> that are healthy. Okay, all right. A lot of times there are no known causes of things. Please tell me that there are known causes of allergies. Not necessarily triggers, no, but... Well, would you classify a trigger as a cause? The trigger or... Well, not necessarily. It can right. be just a trigger because I'm saying if it's a true allergy... It would be like, for example, nut allergies or a bee sting, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And right. then the rest is really a sensitivity, sensitivity. like the food allergies mm -hmm. in itself. So okay. it means that you can have greater tolerance to be able to consume that food and not having the symptoms over a period of time. Mm -hmm. If you remove it from your diet and then add it back again. Mm. What are some of the complications that can arise from allergies? You spoke to one, I can't call the it the, a, the a word, that one, yeah. Yeah, so that is the more severe one, and um, most of that will either come from either foods or a bee sting in itself. Mm -hmm. um, if other food allergies, for example, if someone is allergic to gluten, that can affect like their memory and their cognition, what? their overall health. Yes, it, it has um, really debilitating effects mm -hmm. um, overall. Um, and you have medication allergies mm -hmm. that persons can even die from if they're not mm -hmm. attended to. You time. were sharing uh, oh, yes, a story yes, with me off air. A lot of I think it would be beneficial allergies. here. So we, we actually don't know until you're actually given the medication. Uh, right. Like a lot of persons um, are allergic, um, have allergic reaction to penicillin. Mm -hmm. For me, I had my first allergic reaction to a painkiller um, in my early teens. And... Mm -hmm. I had an anaphylaxis reaction and mm -hmm. no one knew at the time, but they rushed me um, to the doctor. I got an EpiPen and that's what saved my life. Mm. And so the, th the thing is for some persons, they will know and it's just by accident. Mm. But then once you know, you need to record that. Right, right. So that is why they always ask, are you allergic, allergic to, to any medic? Yes, okay, I get yes. you, I get you. Very, very important. Yeah, well, um, yeah. That's very important. Some people wear bracelets to, um, to if indicate. If they really have a lot of, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So we've looked at some of the complications that can arise. Uh, you spoke to the relationship earlier uh, with, with asthma allergies. Well, asthma and certain kinds of allergies. Um, you had mentioned the triad. Oh, the atopic triad. The atopic triad. Just, just go through that again for me, please. So um, pretty much... Um, the atopic triad, they notice that there are a series of diseases that tend to go together, mm -hmm. um, which is like the skin conditions, as long as the person has asthma, that they realize that it's, it's like a cycle. So you may grow up, you start off with having eczema. Later mm -hmm. on in later years, you might end up with, with asthma mm -hmm. as a result of that. So it's like they're kind of linked. It's pretty much like your lifestyle diseases. You might start off with diabetes. You mm -hmm. end up with hypertension. Mm -hmm. Not it's a triad, but it's, they, they see the link between mm -hmm. one that leads to the other because they both um, wear, wear on the immune system mm -hmm. as well, and they cause a lot of respiratory distress. So you can see the link with just the symptoms and the bod um, body systems that they work on. But there must be a way to cure this thing, though, Doc. To cure it? Yeah. No, cure, or are you going well, to tell me... It just be treated it's it, it will be treated so so if we're looking at the seasonal allergies i would i would say that there's a way to work with it in the sense that if you build your immune system and there are different things that you need and specific nutrients so if you remember when you have your allergic responses you go and either get benadryl or, or something like that what you need to to know is that um for the immune system to be able to, to handle that, you need to make sure that your vitamin C levels are high. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that is before you come in contact with it. So you want to know that, okay, during the summer, I have a lot of reactions. So prior to the summer, if mm-hmm. you're eating healthy and you know that, you know, you're going to have increased triggers because, you know, the pollen and everything that's that's more during the summer, mm-hmm. you start to increase the vitamin C in mm-hmm. your diet. Not during the allergy, of course, because once it starts, the vitamin C doesn't have the same response. It won't stop the right. allergic reaction once mm-hmm. it starts. So taking the vitamin C after it starts is mm-hmm. actually not effective, right? So mm-hmm. you need to boost up mm-hmm. prior to. And that way you'll probably have fewer or no mm-hmm. allergic reactions during that time. But some persons just don't have the self-discipline to stay away from some of the things that they're allergic to. I mean, I'm not talking about the major ones now. You mentioned the cheese earlier. That's one. There are certain other kinds of foods that they may have sensitivity to that they say, well, let me just let me just eat it now and suffer a little bit later. But then when they suffer, they suffer. Yes. Um, so, so the self-discipline and the willpower to do is also a big part of it. Uh, doc, before we go, before we go, because we're wrapping up shortly, um, let's talk about the best way to treat uh, or allergies. Stay away from the things that um, are triggers you had mentioned before. Boost up our immune systems. Can we look at some natural remedies? Um, so yeah, natural there are some ways. simple things that you can do. So once you have started to boost your immune system before, for example, you're someone where we have seasonal allergies, or even if you're within that time now and you're not able to, you're having some episodes, what you can do, simple things at home, petroleum jelly. Mm-hmm. Just rub it around the nears of your nose. So mm-hmm. what that will do is create this barrier that when you're out and the triggers like the dust or the pollen, they'll become trapped. It won't get to enter to the nasal passage and get mm-hmm. down into the respiratory tract. So you'd have fewer attacks, basically. Mm. Yes. Pretty simple. I didn't Next know that. Thing. Why they didn't tell us that? <laughs> Next thing you want to do is get a neti pot or a bulb syringe. And you want to make a saline mixture. If you buy a neti pot, it has instructions. It comes with a mixture, everything in it. Mm-hmm. You want to have that so that when you get off the road, when you get home, you use that to actually wash the nasal passages daily so that it doesn't, you know, keep retaining the pollen and the things that you're exposed to, especially when you're in the mask and it's restricting your breathing, which for some person By just way, wearing the mask is a trigger. Even that alone, you know, so that's great. I'm, I'm sorry to, to come, mm-hmm. but I have to ask it before we go. This mask thing, for those persons with allergies and asthma and all these other respiratory issues, should we be in them? And I'm saying we, me, should we be in them? Well... So when you say respiratory issues, I'm thinking more of like asthma and persons with like restricted lung disease, like other restricted, like COPD and stuff. It is more provocative to their conditions. So what I would say is that they need to limit their time that they're outdoors and only Mm -hmm. go out when they really need to because they will have less capacity to, to breathe as mm-hmm. freely as they should and it will put more restriction on the on the lungs um, but there are things that they can do because they're going to be suffering from a shot of breath quite frequently so mm-hmm. they can practice diaphragmatic breathing to help to control their shortness of breath and we have another technique called pursed lip breathing mm-hmm. that they can also practice it also helps to strengthen the respiratory muscles so that they can be able to cope during this time but the mm-hmm. aim is if you don't really need to go out stay, stay uh, let me say it how Chris Tufton says it Tana your yard. (laughs) Indeed. Dr. Hamilton, we're so happy that you have joined us this week on Healthy and Happy, sharing so much, you know, with us, so uh, many tidbits of information with us. We could actually do another episode uh, because it's so much. But we want to thank you so very much for taking the time out of your schedule to be with us right here on Healthy and Happy. And of course, listeners, we hope you learned something new today. So, um, 
you know, we, we have to be mindful that um, because the symptoms for seasonal allergies and COVID-19 are so similar, we should not by any means lower our guards, but at the same time, we should be sensitive enough to recognize that not all sneeze is dangerous sneeze. But at the same time, take precautions, take precautions. For those of you who are struggling with allergies, um, <laughs> only go out when you have to hear. And of course, take the precautionary measures to ensure that you are well when you go out to do what you have to do. Dr. Hamilton, when next you're joining us? Very soon, I hope. <laughs> All right. Thank you so very much. Errol Vaz, thank you also for being an extraordinary technical operator. On behalf of everyone here at Healthy and Happy, I'm Adis Jonas Murphy, wishing you God's richest blessings. Every time I try to stand, start to fall. And all those lonely roads that I traveled on There was Jesus When the life I built came crashing to the ground When the friends I had were nowhere to be found I couldn't see it then, but I can see it there was Jesus In the way and in the searching In the healing and the hurting Like a blessing buried in the broken pieces Every minute, every moment Where I've been or where I'm going Even when I didn't know it I couldn't see it
Deus te 